what is up folks oh man um i'm back <laughs> uh it has been a long time i just checked yesterday i have not recorded an episode of my solo podcast since march um you may or may not know that i kicked off the uh mavs outsiders podcast with reese uh, at Minder Reese on Twitter, uh, but the Mavs Outsiders podcast uh, has been going well. We started that in February. We just signed a deal at the beginning of May with a network, uh, so we got the DraftKings sponsorship. Uh, so things are going well on the Mavs Outsiders podcast. It has cut into my ability to do the solo stuff. Um, also, the fact that um, I've been in school right now, I'm still working full time. Just doing way too many things, so uh, I definitely did not <laughs> drop this podcast. Uh, I do plan to continue to make episodes uh, here and there. Maybe pick up the recaps as, at some point uh, if me and Reese aren't doing it on the the Outsiders. Which, by the way, if you're not listening to the Outsiders, uh, why not? Let me know if you if you if you have uh, thoughts or concerns. Uh, slide in my DMs. I'm I'm very accessible. Uh, d- definitely, I want that feedback. So, yeah. Um, the Mavs Outsiders podcast is where you're gonna you're gonna get most of my Mavs content if that's what you listen for. But if you listen for the general NBA, I do have some stuff for you today. Uh, in a minute, I'm gonna get into my preseason predictions and where they've landed as far as the NBA standings, um, and then we'll get into awards predictions and finally playoff predictions. So, uh, thank you, thank you for bearing with me. In my absence, uh, I'm glad to be back, but um, yeah, I'm excited. Let's get it. Look, I know y'all are tired of the same old ads, and they were probably kind of long, so let me condense that for you a bit. I'm partnering with four companies right now, and I'm going to tell you about two of them here. Mondo for movie merchandise and Alamo Drafthouse for movie tickets. Uh, if you go to my website, bibscorner.com, hit the support the show tab and scroll down. Uh, just browse the Mondo site. You might see movie posters you like or uh, other type of merchandise. Everything's handcrafted uh, in limited edition as well. As far as the Alamo Drafthouse, you can get tickets or gift cards through the site. And if you do, it helps me out. So, again, hit that link or let me know if you want me to send you the link. I'll be glad to do so. Uh, Mondo Movie Merchandise, Alamo Draft House. Best in-theater experience, in my opinion. And without further ado, let's get back into this recap. Alright folks, welcome back yet again to the Bibbs Corner Podcast, and I almost forgot the name of my podcast because it has been that long, but I'm not going to waste your time with a bunch of random talk, so let's get straight into what I predicted at the beginning of the season and how it ended up at the end of the season. So first in the Eastern Conference, before the season I picked the Bucks to win the East. Uh, obviously they ended up finishing third, so and not too far back, so close enough. 
the Nets, I did predict to finish second. Uh, we knew James Harden was likely going to end up there, so I predicted that the Nets would end up second, and that's exactly where they landed. Now, usually I'm low on the Celtics, but this year I was buying into their bubble performance. I picked them to finish third. Obviously, they finished seventh. They lost Jalen Brown. Um, whatever. Uh, then fourth, I picked the 76ers. They obviously ended up finishing first, so uh, they outperformed my expectations. Uh, I actually ended up picking the Wizards to finish fifth. Uh, obviously, they had a lot of injuries and COVID to deal with. Uh, it took them a little longer than I anticipated to get going, but once they did, they really, really did. <laughs> uh, but they finished eighth, so uh, three spots off, three spots off. Uh, the Heat are the second team that I got exactly right. I picked them to finish sixth, and they did. Uh, I remember before the season, my boy Josh was on that episode with me, and he was stunned by me picking them sixth. Um, I think he might have had them pretty low, too, though, now that I think about it. But, um, yeah, Heat finished sixth, exactly where I expected. Uh, I expected the Raptors to finish seventh. Uh, they had a really weird season, having to relocate to Tampa due to covid uh, and Canada's laws versus America's and the travel and all that. They finished outside of the, the play-in situation. Um, I picked the Pacers to finish eighth. Uh, obviously, they ended up finishing ninth, which was close enough. Uh, I picked the Magic to finish ninth. Uh, obviously, that fell apart with the Vucevic trade. And, you know, it is what it is. I actually picked them to finish ninth and then win their way into the play-in. Um <laughs> and finally 10th uh the cavaliers were the team i had picked which I, I had high hopes for kpj um obviously that didn't work out for him he ended up in houston then you had the jared allen trade and the tank so uh, cavaliers did not finish in the play-in i picked the hornets to finish 12th they ended up finishing 10th um I picked the Knicks and Hawks to be the worst two teams in the East. That was the dumbest thing I've done. Shout out to the Knicks and Hawks. They actually ended up being the four and five seeds in the East. So, uh, yeah, I was way off on both of those teams. I, I don't even remember why I picked them so low. The Hawks especially. The Knicks were definitely a real surprise. But the Hawks, I don't know. I just didn't have the vision to see where they were headed. So, shout out to them for... Uh, proving me incredibly wrong. Let's move to the West. Again, I'm not trying to take my sweet time on this. In the West, I actually picked the Nuggets to finish first. Uh, Jamal Bubble Murray had me believing. So I, I expected the Nuggets to finish first, and they ended up third. Um, Murray injured. Um, and Bobo, actually, I expected Bobo to be a part of things. I don't know what the hell happened there. Uh, he just completely disappeared. The bubble really was a fluke. Uh, I picked the Lakers to finish second, which was a surprise also for Josh, if I'm not mistaken, who just assumed, I guess, the, the defending champions. I expected a little bit of a drop-off, but I couldn't drop them that far. Uh, obviously couldn't anticipate both AD and LeBron being out for a long stretch of time. They ended up finishing seventh. Uh, I picked the Jazz to finish third in the West. I had really high hopes for them. They ended up finishing first. Uh, I picked the Blazers to finish fourth. They ended up finishing tied for fifth, technically, but sixth in the standings. Uh, I actually predicted the Mavs to finish fifth, which is exactly where they ended up, despite 
COVID and injuries. Uh, I picked the Clippers to finish the sixth, which was also a huge surprise at the beginning of the season. But, you know, they ended up finishing fourth. Uh, so only two spots off. Uh, finally, I picked the Warriors to finish seventh. Obviously, they ended up landing in the eighth spot. So, again, not too far off. And as far as uh, we'll get into Kerry later, actually. <laughs> let's, let's stay focused. Uh, so they finished eighth. They ended up losing the play-in to fall out of the playoffs completely. I picked the Suns to finish eighth. Um, I, I, I expected them to make the playoffs. I did not expect them to take the leap that they did. Obviously, they finished second. Uh, so huge for them, great for them. That was the one I was most off about in the, the West. They also stayed healthy all year, which I think was a huge part of their success. Uh, the Rockets, I expected to finish ninth. I expected the Rockets to get a better haul than they got for uh, James Harden and still remain competitive. But, you know, that did not work out for them. So they did not finish in the <laughs> playoffs. Pelicans, I expected to finish 10th. Uh, they gave it a good run, but they just did not get it done. Uh, now, the Grizzlies were one of the teams I was not sure about. Um, I think Josh was surprised about that. I think he had them 8th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they ended up finishing ninth, and they won the play-in. So they are the AC right now. Shout out to John Morant, South Carolina kid. Uh, Thunder, I expected to finish right behind them. Obviously, they went sh full tank. Uh, Spurs, I had finishing behind them. They ended up 10th. And then finally, the Kings and Wolves at the bottom, which Kings did better than expected. Wolves did not, uh, which was a little bit of a stunner despite because they had a solid roster. They just were not healthy. And obviously, I couldn't predict health, but just something about that team I didn't expect good things to occur. <clears throat> All right, so that was how the standing shook out. Um, I'm trying to think. I did not put a break in here. We're only seven minutes in, so let's keep it rolling. Predictions before the season, my all-rookie team versus where my all-rookie predictions are now. So before the season, I had Wiseman, LaMelo, Cole Anthony, Obi Toppin, and Denny Abdia as my first team. Uh, then I had Ant Edwards, Halliburton, Killian Hayes, Josh Green for Homer reasons, and Bo Bowl as my second team. Now, looking at how the season played out, only four of those guys remain in my first and second team. So LaMelo, Edwards, Halliburton, Locks, Cole Anthony is my fourth first team guy, and then Sadiq Bay as the fifth. Uh, and then on the second team, Isaiah Stewart, Jay Sean Tate, Emmanuel Quickly. Desmond Bain, and Teo Maladon. Um, alternates. Before the season, my alternates were Okoro, Williams, uh, Quickly, who I now have moved into the, the big boy lineup, and Pokashevsky was my, fit, was my uh, fourth alternate before the season. New alternates, I'm sticking with Okoro and Williams. I'm going to add K.J. Martin, and I'm moving Wiseman to my alternates because statistically he had the numbers to do it, but I don't know if he played enough games for them to, to justify putting him on the, the team. Uh, moving forward to the end-of-year awards. Coach of the year. Before the season, I had Malone of Denver because I, again, expected Denver to finish first in the West. Uh, I had Nash and Snyder as my alternates. Um, now that we know who the final three are, 
I'm picking Monty Williams as the coach of the year. Again, the Suns surprised me. I was, the Knicks are actually probably a bigger surprise. So Thibodeau being a finalist, I probably should consider him as well. But I'm going to pick Monty Williams because they're just they had more wins, <laughs> essentially. Uh, so Monty Williams, uh, shout out to Monty Williams. I, I, he definitely deserves that. And if it's Thibodeau, I I would respect that as well. Um, and I expected the Jazz to be good, but most people didn't. So if it's Snyder, then obviously that wouldn't be that shocking all either. Six men in the year uh, before the season, I had Levert as my pick. Obviously, he ended up traded and not being a six man and also missing a lot of the season because of a cancer diagnosis, which I'm very glad was caught when it was. Uh, my two alternates were Maxi, who got COVID and has not looked like himself, and Gary Harris, who was traded. Um, so obviously my six man fell apart. Uh, it, I'm going to go with Clarkson out of the people that were named and keep it moving. Most improved player. I had Rui Hachimura as my most improved. I expected him to thrive in with Russ as his point guard. And he has started to, especially here late in the season, but not enough to get him nominated. So Julius Randle, most improved. I'm, I'm going to ride that wave. They can't give him the MVP, so they'll give him that. Uh, rookie of the year, I had Denny because I expected him to have the opportunities. I had Wiseman and LaMelo as my alternates. Going to bump LaMelo up. I think he's going to go ahead and get that done. Defensive player of the year, I picked Giannis. Uh, my alternates were Giroux and Gobert. Uh, going to stick with Gobert to, to win it yet again. And then finally, MVP. I had Jokic before the season. Again, I expected Denver to finish first. Uh, Durant and AD were my alternates. I expected AD to take a step up uh, with LeBron aging and Durant just because I expected the narrative to be strong in his favor, but it has not worked out that way. So Jokic was my preseason MVP pick. He is my MVP pick today as well. And with that, we're about 11 minutes in. Let's take a quick break and then we're going to get into these playoff predictions. Look, I try to be as unbiased as possible usually. But I can't help it. There are certain things I want to happen in the playoffs, and my predictions reflect that before the season and now. So let's get to it. Okay, folks, second plug of the night. Uh, if you've cut the cord or you're looking to cut the cord of actually partner with two streaming services as well, uh, Vidgo and Philo. Vidgo offers a comprehensive sports package and Philo's more focused on the, the scripted TV networks. Um, if you're interested in maybe taking a look, go again to the support the show tab on the bibscorner.com website scroll down until you see those links and give them a look and while i'm here uh, i do have merch available on the website right now as well uh, right now just hoodies masks and stickers if you're interested in any other type of merch anything that you would want to have that has the the bibs corner logo on it cups whatever let me know i can make it happen and, and without further ado let's get back into this nba news 
uh, I forgot to add this to my my pre-recorded ads, but um, new new sponsorship alert, uh, new 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 bag alert, as Reese would say. Uh, Fandango now is another uh, sponsor. Sorry, the the, the heat and bucks just tipped off. Uh, Fandango now is another sponsor now. So if you uh, are not going to the theaters and you want to see new movies, Fandango now has you covered. Uh, I don't have that link up on my website like a website like I do the others. Uh, so hit me up if you need that link. I would definitely get that to you. And uh, yeah, definitely uh, enjoy the rest of the podcast. Sorry for taking so long. <laughs> folks welcome back and let's keep it rolling i told you before the season my playoff predictions uh if you listen to the episode it's a long time ago uh i can't i'm gonna keep it pretty simple playoff notable results in round one i did have the blazers beating the mavs in an epic seven game series it's all about timelines the mavs are not as a team technically but there's their leaders are young so you got to go through those heartbreaks early in your playoff life. So I had the Blazers beating the Mavs in the first round. That was the only notable result I really had. In round two, I did have the Nets beating the Celtics, which is funny because they do end up playing each other now in the first round. So that should be interesting. Um, I actually think that series could be more interesting than people anticipate just because the Nets have absolutely no defense. Um I also had the Blazers beating the Nuggets in round two, which is funny because now they meet each other in round one. And um, I had the Jazz beating the Lakers in round two. Um, obviously, the Lakers finished seventh and will be playing the Suns in round one. Uh, but that was one of the notable results I had prior to the season. And then in the conference final, I had the Bucks beating the Nets because they actually played defense. And I had the Blazers beating the Jazz to finally break through and get to the finals. And then because I had to pick Dane over Giannis because I feel like his timeline is shorter. <laughs> I had the Blazers beating the Bucks in six in the finals, uh, which also uh, appeased my Mavs loss to the final, the champion uh, need. So as we move forward, as we proceed, if you will, with the current standings, uh, let's start with the East. So over in the East, the 1-8 matchup is 76ers and Wizards. I did pick the 76ers over the Wizards in five. The toughest series for me to pick in the first round, on the East side at least, is the 4-5, as it should always be. And I ended up going with the Knicks over the Hawks in seven because I – when it's that tight, I have to go defense. So, Knicks over the Hawks in seven. I'm calling it the Frank series because I do think eventually Thibodeau is going to have to put Frank on Trey Young for long stretches of time, and he's going to make his name bias. <laughs> uh, in the Bucks versus Heat series, which is actually about to start in about eight minutes, probably delayed, so 23 minutes. Uh, Bucks over the Heat in five. Giannis is not here to play no goddamn games, and Drew Holiday is not Eric Bledsoe, whoever the hell said that. 
Moving forward, Nets over Celtics in six. I do expect a big showing from Jason Tatum to start staking his name as that dude. And, um, you know, he still has Kemba Walker as well. And they actually, I don't know. They're they're one of the worst equipped teams, really, to take advantage of that Nets team. I, I do think they have very clear vulnerabilities, but I just don't think they have enough to get it done. So Nets over Celtics, I, I'm going to say in six because I expect big things from Tatum. Um, then we move to the West. The 1-8 matchup in the West is Jazz Grizzlies. I don't expect that to be a tough series for the Jazz. They just have too much firepower. Jazz over the Grizzlies in foe. My first sweep. Only sweep, actually, in the first round. Uh, In the West, now this was another tough one. Mavs Clippers, I could see it going either way. And let me see something. I know what I said about the Knicks and Hawks. I said I got to go with defense, but F all that. I'm going Homer. Mavs over the Clippers in seven. KP shows up. Luka does what Luka does. And we get some surprise performances from the others. I think a lot of people are underrating the difference between this year and last year. The fact that the Mavs have big men not named Boban. Uh, we had no Willie, we had no Dwight Powell, and we had no Brunson last year. I know Brunson usually doesn't do well against teams with length like length like this Clippers team, but um, depending on how he's deployed, I think he could have so, a huge impact for stretches of the game. And again, I think us having our actual big men, the, regardless of what you think about them, us actually having those bodies is going to be big. Um, Dwight Powell has looked great down the stretch of the season. Willie Colley-Stein has been making plays on both ends. So, you know, it, it's all about the little, how the little things come together. And with Luca at the helm, if KP shows up at all, we can, I mean, we've said it all year. We can beat anybody if we're on. So goodbye Clippers in seven. Um, probably my favorite series in the, in the West besides Mavs, obviously. And Clippers, uh, Portland, Denver, uh, and I, before the season, I did pick Portland to beat Denver in the uh, second round of the playoffs, and I'm sticking with it. Portland over Denver in six. They're healthy now. Nurk can body up with Jokic, and there's personal beef there as well. So uh, I they didn't get to face off last time, if you recall, when they met in the playoffs. Um, because of the the injury. So Nurk, I need this for Nurk. I need this for my boy Big Nurk. And then I just think the the Blazers have too much firepower. I think people anybody who's sleeping on this Blazers team still is not had did not pay attention to those last 10 games. Everybody was burying them saying that they weren't going to win those games and they they straight up went out and did it. Uh, I think they lost the one game to the Suns by one point. And they lost to the Hawks, I think, by nine um, in that stretch. Um, I told y'all, after the the Powell trade, to, to ignore those next 10 games, they lost like five games by a point or two. <laughs> and people were like, yeah, they're done. Oh, they can't play defense, this and that. Their defense in those last 10 games looked a little different. And their offense was ridiculous. They were getting buckets at will. 
Um, and I don't think that's going to stop. I think this week off has been huge for them to get their bodies right, to get rested. Uh, as far as the Portland-Denver matchups, when you look at – I already talked about it, Jokic. They have Nurk to throw at them. They have Cantor to throw at them. Cantor's not really a defensive maestro, but he'll battle inside with them for rebounds and things of that nature. Um, then you look at Dame. Like, who's matching up with Dame? Facundo? Monte Morris? No. C.J. McCollum? Norman Powell? Uh, on the Nugget side, you say, oh, this is the MPJ coming out party. MPJ is going to be guarded by Covington. They have Derrick Jones Jr. to throw at him. And Melo is probably going to cook him offensively. So I really like the, the way that Portland's coming together. It, the right time to get hot is the end of the season. They are one of the teams that did that. Uh, and then finally, Phoenix and the Lakers. I'm sorry. Uh, the Phoenix is inexperienced, but clutch. Uh, I, I wouldn't pick them in five. It probably won't be in five, but I'm picking Phoenix in five. I don't think the Lakers are healthy. I don't think that they have the continuity with Drummond that they would need to really get the most out of his body. I don't care how you feel about Drummond um, and how he looks on that team. He's like They're literally figuring each other out right now in live in, in the most important games of the season, it's not, it's not a good look. Uh, if they'd had a full season together, they would not look like they do. Uh, let's not play dumb on that aspect of it. Um, is it hurting his stock? Of course. Uh, definitely not probably going to get the bag that he expects unless he goes to a team that doesn't usually get free agents, like a Charlotte, for example. So let's move forward. Uh, I spent way too much time on that. <laughs> in the second round, 76ers versus Knicks. Uh, I think it was fun while it lasted, but the Knicks are done. The 76ers can match them on a defensive end, and then they have way more firepower offensively. 76ers over the Knicks in five games. Second round, Bucks versus Nets. It's personal for Giannis. Bucks over the Nets in six. They actually play defense. Drew can cause problems for either of the Nets big three, and then obviously Giannis can do the same for pretty much all of them. Maybe Kyrie's too quick for him, but the length is there. So, and Middleton, Middleton, they, I think they just match up well. They have defenders at every position that the Nets have offensive players, and the Nets can't do anything with them defensively. Uh, who's going to stop Giannis from dunking? Blake Griffin? Please. Anyway. I did pick Bucks over Nets in six because the Nets do have the firepower to just not miss shots and make it difficult. Um, finally, Mavs versus Jazz in the second round. I did have to pick the Jazz in six. I just don't think we, again, have enough to get it done. Um, again, Luka could go stupid. I'm just not ready to give it to him yet. Uh, I think the people that are hinging on that one win against them this year ignored the first two destructions that we faced and the fact that they did they did get Donovan back but he had like a, a 3 for 20 something game which was not the result of our defense Royce was 0 for 8 uh Tim Hardaway not Tim Hardaway Josh Richardson was 5 for 5 from 3 Dorian Finney-Smith had like a career game with like 23 points do we really expect that to happen four times? Probably not. So I said Jazz in six. And then finally, Blazers over the Suns also in six. 
Okay, we're in a similar situation. Blazers and Suns. So you look at this Suns team, and Booker can score. True. Soaking Dame, CJ McCollum. Dame and CJ McCollum versus CP3 and Book. Okay. So then we look at the others. DeAndre Ayton versus Nurk. Okay. Uh, you can I'm gonna give the advantage to Nurk there slightly. And then you look at the the additional others. So for the Suns, McCall Bridges, young, inexperienced. Can you really depend on him in that type of series when it gets ugly? Uh, Norman Powell on the Blazer side, veteran, been there. Um, Covington, been there versus Campaign or Kaminsky. Like these guys, really, that's where I think it the difference comes in. I, I, the the matchup talent wise is pretty close. I just think the Blazers have more. CP3 is not enough to hold up those other inexperienced guys, in my opinion. Blazers over the Suns in six. Eastern Conference Final, Bucks, 76ers. Should be a hell of a series. I, I'm picking the Bucks over the 76ers in seven because Giannis, Giannis, and more Giannis. And in the Western Conference Final, Jays, Jazz and Blazers. And now I know what you're thinking, Mike Bibbins. You have three of your top five, or three, your top three players are all in the Conference Finals. Guess what? I don't care. <laughs> it's possible, it's doable. And I'm picking it. So in the Western Conference Final, Jazz versus Blazers. This one is tough. Uh, before the season, I did say the Blazers. Uh, but right now, I'm, I I can't do it. I'm going to go with the Jazz over the Blazers. Um, I can see it going either way, obviously. But I'm going Jazz over Blazers in seven. Uh, either one works for me <laughs> and my, my agenda. So uh, as far as speaking it into or out of existence, uh, we won't be doing either of those things. And then finally, Bucks versus Jazz in the finals. With the ratings, fuck the ratings. I'm all over that series. And I'm picking the Bucks over the Jazz in seven because it's time for Giannis to claim the throne. And that's all, folks. I know my picks are super homery as far as my favorite guys. But like I said, I got to speak these things into fruition. Um... I didn't say anything outlandish, I don't think. <laughs> I didn't pick any any outlandish uh selections. These things if it's possible, I'm gonna put the team that I like or the player that I like more through. So thoughts, feedback, hit it, hit me with that. Uh I'm gonna drop this podcast and then I'm gonna go get some food because I'm trying to kill time between now and the Mavs game. Um it's been fun being back on the solo pod. I haven't done this in a while. Um, hopefully kicking out a lot more content going forward. I'm trying to be ahead of things, so I'm not rushing to get stuff out and stressing myself out and losing sleep. So uh, bear with me as I, I, I figure out this whole time management situation. But until next time, folks, go Mavs and peace. Oh, 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 oh,